Luca loves being alive. Of course, most dogs do. You would assume that they would. Dave, was he pooping? Was he pooping? No. I need to know if the dog was pooping. All right. But, I mean, it's not a stretch to imagine a world in which Luca was pooping. That's the world we Have you ever seen the butterfly effect? Gentlemen, welcome to Straight Red. I am your host, Jeff Ross, and with me, as always, the inventor of the toilet plunger, Alex S. Kibler. <laughs> Alex, where did all the money go? I, first of all, I saw a problem and I solved it. You, we you all have, agree. You have we to all admire. Agree. You have to admire my dedication and my efficiency. Really, America salutes you. Indeed. Um, the money. The money. I invested it on improving the design. I did. You've seen now. W- let's actually take a step back here, though. Did you know you spent Le- it on cocaine? Didn't you? I did. But did you know <laughs> it helps with my research? Did you know that the plunger that most of us use as a plunger is actually a sink plunger? I do know that the little dome kind. That's a sink plunger. Wait, am I not supposed to know that? Would Would this set up your your statement with the better collapsible I- kind? That's a toilet plunger, right? But the kind you're talking about. Yeah. What about it? The one that you call That's the one that plunger? I invented. See, the problem is not nearly enough people have clogged sinks. So the money went to the guy who invented the toilet plunger. I'm just playing second fiddle to toilet plunger guy. I already said you did make the toilet plunger. I, right. What I'm saying is it was, in fact, the sink plunger. It was the cocaine that got it, wasn't it? <laughs> it's, it's the cocaine. <clears throat> you have a drug, drug problem. <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug. That is what I hear. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to Straight Red. Yeah. Right in the Straight Red Cheers, Plex. Jeff. Cheers. I've got some good news for you, Alex S. Kibler. And? The cocaine you? is here? No! <laughs> no! He got stopped at the border. Mm. No. The U.S. women yeah. beat Germany. Oh, the soccer team. Yeah, the soccer team. But also just in all categories. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. But yes, you're absolutely correct. America reigns supreme yet again. Other countries will rue the day that they decided to pick up this game that we didn't invent nor have traditionally been the best at. Slight aside. Yeah, please. This game should have been the final. Oh, 100%. It's the two best teams in the tournament. 1v2. What else else do you want? Yeah, exactly. What else do you want? Yeah. And this is a complaint. I've said it before. You see it on the internet all the time. Yeah. About how the draw was done for this tournament. Yes. That Germany and the United States basically couldn't face each other in the final. Right. And it sort of became a slightly less than what you would want it to be performance, only because Germany looked exhausted the entire time. They'd just come off playing 120 minutes. They did. Against a strong France. Yes. All credit to France. France, Great side. You'll see them again, folks. France, probably the most athletic team in the field uh, in the Women's World Cup. And so what could have been a, a great game was just simply a really good game. But you saw a U.S. team that attacked finally in a way that lives up to the pedigree that that team has. This is the best we've played all tournament. Oh, 100%. And it's best not close. we've played all tournament. This is the team that I wanted to see like four games ago. Yes. Yes. 100%. We look complete. We look like we all knew each other on this team. Yes. We look less of a just group of really great individual players right. and more of a functioning team. Right. We had a game plan. Yes. That made sense for our opponent. Mm-hmm. We changed formations to fit what we were up against. I am going to give credit to Jill Ellis, who I've criticized many a time. Rightfully for, so. For I, I agree. For the formation she put out there, for her game plan, and yeah, also for her substitutions. Yes. She played a good game. Uh, I should say coached a good game. She did, in fact. I, I, I was particularly... You know, it was funny. There's actually a Landon Donovan tweet uh, mm. yesterday about how you, you need that l- that leadership presence oh, at a World funny. Cup, that and, and Abby Wambach provided that. I mean, you, you have a team that can rally around a player like Abby Wambach. Um, you know, you, you got Sidney LaRue some some junk time minutes there at the end of the match. I called Carly it a... Lloyd. Carly Lloyd, after having a relatively quiet first one or two games, has all of a sudden become Ooh. the force of this team. 
um, showing her class every single touch she gets on the ball. Now, the, by the time the Gingers hear this, yeah. we'll know who our opponent is we in will. Sunday's game. Well, I was Sunday's asking you this, though, today, though. Yeah, yeah, that's why I want to get right into it. So, who would you rather play? Germany? Excuse me. That's not an option. We already played them. kick their ass. We already uh, played them. Go back to Dusseldorf. England? <laughs> England? Enjoy Stuttgart. Yeah, indeed. I bet I heard Germany's lovely. I've always wanted to go, actually. I actually also would. I go. want to go to You know what? Let's make a straight, let's, let's go uh, make a straight red yeah. trip. Do we have to Germany? Gingers, if there are any of you that live in Germany, email us please. straight red at iCloud.com. Please. please. We please. will go. We will come to Germany. I, I promise. don't even care. You have to have a team, though. Whatever city you're in, you have to have a team. They have they trip over teams there. Yeah, it's a terrible epidemic <laughs> in Germany. <laughs> terrible balance epidemic. is very difficult. So the question ultimately that yeah. you posed to me yes. was, who would I rather face yes. in the final? Yes, Japan or England? You gingers listening already know the answer to this question. Who we're facing? But that was the question that you posed to me earlier. Yeah. Today. Now we have different takes. I want to see Japan, and I'll tell you why. Even though I told you earlier. I want to play against Japan because we have a score to settle from the 2011 Women's World Cup where we played Japan into extra time, into penalties, and lost. Well, we, now, took, now, them, we took them too lightly is what happened. We, yeah, we didn't, we didn't take them seriously. No, we didn't understand. not at all. We didn't understand. We, we, and, and that was a game where I felt we did not have the correct game plan for who we were on. I agree. Against. We had the player personnel, but not yep. the correct game plan. Yep. Uh, we played Japan, took an extra time, went to penalties, lost in penalties, and I want the revenge game. Here's the counterpoint, folks. <laughs> we got our revenge game a year later when we beat Japan in women's soccer in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. For those gingers who don't know, unlike men's soccer, where their Olympic teams are U23 teams, and women's Olympic soccer, it's full senior. Yes. These are the same teams. Yes, same teams. And we beat Japan. We got a gold medal. So some would say the score has been settled. I do not. The prize is the World Cup, folks. I agree. The prize is the World Cup. And that's why I want Japan. And also, Alex Gibbler, because Japan, I argue, is a better side. I would agree with you. I I think clearly they're, they're the better side. I think it depends on what you want the rivalry to be about as to which team you want to pick. Okay. If you want it to be for soccer reasons, you we're pick Japan, of course. Yeah, because they're good. We and have I want, a history got, against them. They're in order good. to be the best, you got to beat the best. Exactly. Yes. Ric Flair said it best. Also, we already ago. did. We, Wait, we beat Germany. Is that a Ric Flair quote? I have no idea. To be no idea. the best, you got to beat the best. It's a wrestler. I'm not sure if it is. But Wrestling fan gingers, email us with what wrestler actually said that, because I, I don't know. I have a feeling we actually have quite a bit of overlap. Uh, there probably is. If there's a Venn diagram between us and professional wrestling... I think we've got quite a few. <laughs> I think we've got quite a few. Um, but oh, my but, thing uh, is... You would argue we already beat the best. We beat Germany, who's ranked above us. As a fan of storylines and drama and dialogue, it's got to be England. It's got to be England. Anytime the United States competes against England in anything... It has undertones under the entire thing. And here's the difference. The average middle-aged American viewer who is turning on the World, Women's World Cup only because it's a big deal, not because they like soccer, is going to have a much, much more guttural, visceral reaction that we're playing England than we're playing Japan. I get more Americans from. will take it more seriously. I get where you're coming from. And in this sport specifically, because England invented this game. Yes, it's their game. It's it quite is their, their game. game. Yeah. They invented this game. So anytime we can beat, or frankly, in a World Cup, a draw, yeah. England is so satisfying because it really is. you can just stick it to England. Our relationship as a country with England is very interesting because we're actually quite close. We are. We're, we're, in, we're for, for friendly. Very diplomacy friendly. Diplomacy is concerned and, and, and culturally very close. But we fought two wars against this country. Right. We, we certainly have. And, and it's, it's... We still celebrate that here. We, we celebrate the day we kicked their ass, basically. That, that's what it is. We do that? Cornwallis wore ladies' stockings. All right. Everybody calm down. <laughs> Everybody calm down. And we still yeah. talk about it. And they still occasionally refer to us as the colonies, which I don't appreciate. I, I, I find that to be offensive. You know, well, I'm I, gonna go on board. I, Actually, I find it funny, but I'm on board. I'm, I'm on board. That, that still really happens from time to time. Yeah. And there's something satisfying about beating England in a sporting contest because every time it happens, you're like, yeah, yeah, you got told again. Yeah, exactly. We do this over and over again. We have to show you you were in the wrong. All you had to do was give us some representation in Parliament. We could have avoided this. All we wanted was a little bit of a vote in Parliament. You could have cut this whole thing thing from happening. This whole thing didn't have to happen. You give us a couple of MPs. We blame you. 
couple of MPs. Yeah. And, you know, Landon Donovan would be playing for England. Yeah, he would. That's all, that's all it would have taken. They, they didn't do it. And there was some tax that was an issue. As usual, Americans, a lot of concerns about taxation. <laughs> Indeed, yes. A lot of concerns. My that favorite statistic said. about this team. Okay. In the Women's World Cup. There's a good one, folks. Strap in, Gingers. It has you are been, not quite ready. This is a good one. It has been 513 minutes since the United States have conceded a goal. Wrap your mind around that. So that first One game, goal this one. entire tournament. And that conceded. was Australia. Australia, I guess, can hang their hat on that. They're the yeah. only ones who broke through. Yeah. The only ones who broke through. This can team, I say this back line is fantastic? Oh, it is. Because I have. This back is line is fantastic. The best defensive unit that this uh, sport, women's soccer, has ever seen. And and frankly, if the attack for the United States was two-thirds as good as the defense, we would run roughshod over everyone. It's not, so we don't. So we don't. But this defense. It's outrageously good. Julie Johnston. Good God. We have fantastic. to talk about the penalty call. We do, but can I just sing her praises for a moment? Please. She has been fantastic all tournament, except for one moment, we will speak about. Yeah. All tournament. And if you are NYCFC, call her agent. Hey, See I, if you can suit her I'm up. I'm willing lace to sign up. her up. <laughs> lace, her, lace up those Is there boots. actually a rule against playing women in the MLS? Because if not, I don't believe sign that there up. is. Like, sign uh, her up. Here's a, a, a bit of an aside. Now it's killer. We'll get back to the point of it all. But in most men's sports, yeah. there is not a specific rule that you have to be male to play it. Is it that just the ends Michelle up that Wee? way. It just ends up that way because of what's, yeah. you know, like, oh, you can't, like, if you look at the 100 meter times, for right, example, exactly, yes. men are you, running you like really a full compete. second faster, yeah. so yeah. you're just not going to qualify. Right. But oftentimes, not in all scenarios, but oftentimes, there's no rule. So in MLS, I bet there's no rule that actually states you have to be male. There, are some, said, teams, there are some teams in MLS that could use Hope Solo right about now, if I'm totally oh honest. My. Philly, sign Hope Solo. You have 12 goalkeepers anyway. I don't see what the you problem is. You do. Given her shots, I would love to see an MLS team at least bring her out for a tryout. That'd be rad. That'd I be would really cool. I and if too. Hope Solo played for an MLS team, I would get a Hope Solo jersey. <laughs> oh, in a heartbeat. I don't care in what team it is. Heartbeat. I don't care what team it is. Yeah, of course. It's like, oh, it's Philadelphia. Great. I'll, that'll be the only Union jersey I have. Yeah. But we do have to talk about that penalty. Here's the thing. I, I understand both sides of the argument. Julie Johnson controlled the ball. It was She chested it down. She did arm bar the, def, the other player. <laughs> you can't do that. But at the same time, where do you draw that line? It'd be different if the last player to touch it was... The, the player for Germany. And that was not the case, though. The, the, essentially, possession, if you will, in big sarcastic air quotes, was with the United States with Julie Johnston. She has a right to shield that ball from a player. Now, at what point is it a grab? At what point is it, a, it hindering your opponent? That's, you know, neither here nor there. Now, the flip side of that, it that is, is... That is here or there, but continue. The flip side of it is, yeah, you're, you're in a situation where you probably could have gotten a red card for that because it could be misconstrued as a denial of an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. So it's, it's a tough sort of middle ground there. You're not mad that the penalty got given, but at the same time, you hope, you, hope you, want, you want Julie Johnson to make that play next time. You want her to do the exact same thing. You know what I mean? Like It's, it's one of those gray area type of things. What are you going to do? Let the, play, let the Germany player run onto the ball? For those of you who follow me on Twitter, and if you don't, it's at Jeff is Famous, you would have yep. noticed that I was incredulous about this penalty call. Mm-hmm. A lot of that had to do with I just want to win this game. Yeah, and you were drunk. That's also true. I had a couple of G&Ts at the time. <laughs> we used to call them Jeets in college. Where are you from? I don't so, know. upon watching the replay, She's lucky she got away with yellow. Frankly. Yeah, yeah, frankly. Yeah. It's a denial I mean, I of a goal that. scoring opportunity in the box. Yeah. And I have to agree with Landon Donovan on this. That's usually a red card. It could have very easily been a red card. Usually a red card. Julie Johnson, who I support completely. Yeah. I support completely. And I also understand your position of you want to see that fight. Because she's fighting all day. Yeah. I don't know how she's everywhere on the field. The motor on this woman, she does it's not stop. It's unbelievable. I, it really is. It, it, it's, it's like Megan Rapinoe from a couple of years ago. Like, she just does not stop. It's, it's, it's incredible. Um, she made a mistake. Mm-hmm. She's still a young player. I believe she's 23. Yes. She made a mistake. I think, though, Hope Solo got into Germany's head. 
That miss was atrocious. It on really that was. Penalty call. Usually, when you see a penalty miss, it's because the player was going for like upper ninety. Yeah, and they just put a little it's too just, much air, and, and it's just slightly back off. a little bit, and, and it's, it's usually just slightly off. When, when you it's put a, miss, a ball wide, that's an entirely wide. different thing. It was wide. Yeah, and keep in mind, genders. Germany was twelve for twelve yeah. for penalties. Yeah. Yeah, now they're twelve for. And I agree 13. with what you said in the pre-show. If they convert that penalty to a different ball game, our hearts would have been broken. Yeah, 100%. our hearts would have been broken. And I still don't know, as you know, genders. I have a lot of criticism of this current team. I still don't know if we have the uh, psychological wherewithal to pull that back. I would say that we pro- almost definitely do not. So it's good that that happened. It's good that happened. The uh, the penalty we got. Yeah. Nine minutes later. Yeah. I'm so happy we got that goal. Mm-hmm. I've watched the replay. That's not a penalty. You're, you're, I'm sorry. That's a foul, but it's outside the box. That's a free <sighs> kick. I don't know. It, that's a free kick. Right on the line. I, I can understand it being called one way or the other. It's you know, It depends on what part of the foul you find offensive, to be totally honest <laughs> okay, with you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, here's my thing. I'm not entirely convinced that it was a foul. Oh, really? You've gone that far? I have. To the point where I feel like the entire purpose of that entire physical move was to generate the foul. Like, it was literally like, I'm going to kick the ball into space and then jump on the back of my defender and and call for a penalty. And they got away with it. So, I mean, good on you for getting away with it. But I feel like that was the entire mentality behind that play. That may be true. Yeah. (laughs) That may be true. (laughs) In the replays, my read was it was still a foul, a soft foul, by the way. Yes. It was still a foul, but it was outside the box. Should have been a free kick. We got lucky. I'm glad, though, we scored a second goal, or else that's all that would be talked about right now. Yeah, yeah. But we got that second goal, and I feel that we earned that and win. And the second goal is beautiful. And let's face it, folks. Uh, Gingers, if you didn't watch this game, shame on you, first of all. Yeah, first of all, you're not a true American. Second shame of all. You. Second of all, we were the better team. And frankly, you don't get to say that very often when you watch a, a United oh. States women's national team match. Well, recently, back in the day, we were always the better yeah. team. But recently, it's been like, oh, recently we lucked out. Recently, we just had out. better players. There's the better difference. Better players or, or like, oh, we lucked out or we got yeah. through the skin of your teeth. Yeah. This was minute by minute. You know what? I'll give Germany about 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes of play where they were the stronger team yeah. marginally. But we were the stronger team for the vast majority of this game. I agree. Very pleased with the U.S. performance. Very pleased that we are back in the finals where we belong and very pleased to settle this score on Sunday. I'm excited to do it. But let's shift our uh, our gaze slightly more domestically, shall we? Is it our we? male gaze? This, mm, I guess by It was default. Pride Weekend, but that's not what I meant. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> not did you go? I, I was there briefly. I did not go. You know why? Because I was at a soccer game, and I would have rather have been at the Pride <laughs> You were not at the Pride Parade during the soccer game. What I'm saying is the the soccer game was really depressing. I know, but I'm just saying the timing's wrong. Lots of things were wrong on that day. <laughs> that game was fun, though. It was fun. It was a great atmosphere. It was my dad's first NYCFC match. He was really Rattlesnake excited. Rattlesnake Frank Kibler. Dad, I'm sorry that that's your nickname now. Who it, we, admitted to murdering 12 people to we, me. We had a great, he did. We had a great time. We hung out with our friend David before the game. The game was a lot of fun, despite the fact that we lost. Talked to some really nice um, Red Bulls uh, guys next to us. It was cool. It was really fun. I, I had a great time. Now, should we talk about the actual game? Because that was less fun. Maybe I should go first. Okay, please. Go ahead. New York City looked pretty good. Yeah. It's just that the New York Red Bulls are a better team. They are a better team. And, and, and they play a style of football that can stretch a team like New York City who has a fairly slow, unathletic defense to the breaking point. And, and that's what you saw in the second half. You, you saw a defense that could not keep pace with the Red Bulls. I've got a couple thoughts. Please. One, Jesse Marsh, great coach. Oh, 100%. Great coach. Jason Kreis, also great coach. But the problem right now with New York City FC, when there's all kinds of problems, but they can win. They've proven that now, yeah. that they can win yeah. games. Yeah. And they're buying into Jason Kreis' system, which, by the way, is both the blessing and the curse of Jason Kreis. you got to buy in. 
If you don't, if you've got some other thing, he can't adjust to you. You have to adjust to him. You have to. You have to run the system. You have to run the system. Once you're once you're in, we can get results. But you and if you're a player that doesn't fit, you're going to get cut or something. Like, it's just not going to. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. All right. And I think we're going to see that here. We've, we've seen a couple folks, gonna and we're going to see, that see that here coming up very soon. Yes. I still think Jason Christ is a great coach. I think Jesse Marsh is proving once again that he is a great coach. The New York Red Bulls don't get mentally broken like New York City FC appears. That's 100% correct. Keep in mind in this game, Gingers, City struck first. Yeah, very early. And frankly, early. could have made it 2 or 3 nil in they the first 15 some, minutes. And this has been a problem for City the yeah. entire season. Can't they, capitalize. They're getting some very clear looks that, frankly, better players can yeah. finish. Yeah, yeah. If you put those chances away, it's a different ball game. It is a different ball game, but they're not. Let's just let's not yeah. split hairs. Yeah. They're they're yeah. they're not finishing their chances. But right now, Red Bulls doesn't get broken. Right, even in games that I've watched where they've lost the game, they've still not mentally broken by the game, except that one where they got red carded and all this. Other I stuff. attribute that to Dax McCarty, frankly. I think that he's man, a great captain. He's a great captain. He runs the mentality of that team more than most captains do. And 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 when you play on a team in a, on a field with Dax McCarty. You know what your responsibilities are. You know what the work level has to be to get back into the match. And they completely outclassed City in the second half. Oh, completely. You know, when you have a team, like I said, like City, who needs a new back line, and, and you know, they and are getting some help. they're about to get one. They're about to get one. But that being said, they got absolutely annihilated, that they back did? line. Yeah. And, they and so really did. Hopefully, hopefully, you start to see some additions you start to see some i think city are just now starting to understand the system that they need to play in yep they're getting there they're getting yeah. there but i do believe personnel wise they're short of what they actually have to be they yes. don't quite have the players they, they need to have they don't we're going to see some moves in the summertime summertime 100%. being right now 100%. we're going to see some moves they are going to get better but the new york red bulls you got to take them seriously they were on a slide for a while they bounced back cuz they weren't mentally broken right. and i give credit dax definitely deserves credit but i also give credit to jesse marsh for that by the time you listen to this, they will almost definitely have signed Andrea Pirlo. Almost certainly. <laughs> As of this moment, it has not yet happened. Let's yeah, just pretend a, it has happened. We can pretend it has happened. I but, still don't think that's the best way to spend your money if you're Well, we're going to get into a, there may be an additional option here. Yeah. There may be an additional option. We're going to get into it in a minute. But I get where you're coming from. The needs in defense. Yeah. 100%. He's a defense. One could argue defensive midfielder is maybe a stronger need. Yes. But... Th- that part of the field, the defensive third, mm-hmm. that's the big problem. That's, that's, the, that's the eyesore I, if you're safe. I've talked about finishing. You've talked about finishing. They've got finishing issues. Yeah. But you get Shelton healthy back on the field. Yeah. You get Nemich back, who I believe is hurt or whatever. Like You, you get these guys back. You get, them, get their minutes. I, I think they'll figure that part out. Yes. It's the defense where they're just getting outclassed a lot. You know who else got out of class this, this past weekend? Hello! Seattle Sounders. Whoa! Dude. Dude. Without. Portland ran a freight train on the Seattle Sounders. Goodness gracious, Portland are 24 shots. 24 shots they took on Seattle. You can't win if you're Seattle in that scenario. And you're conceding your and 11 shots on goal. <laughs> is looking at 20, first of all, just from a psychological standpoint, 24 shots are coming your way. Yes. Even if they're not all on goal, and they're not. Yes. But 24 shots are happening, 11 on goal. <laughs> they're lucky to walk away 4-1. The amazing thing when you watch this match is just the moment that Seattle turns the ball over. Portland is running directly at the back line of the Seattle Sounders. And, and oh, they, Fernando Audi. And, Who uh, I like. I know he gets a lot of criticism, but I like him a lot. I do, too. Fernando Adi and uh, Darlington Nagby and Fernandez and Valeri have got that sort of play the ball forward and lay it oh. off thing. They've got it down. They have that let's break and generate a chance. They do that better than almost any attacking group in the league. And it has become an absolute scoring threat against everyone that they play. I could do a whole podcast in this game alone. Me too. Yeah. I really could. And we just don't have the time. Hey, remember that time that I told you that Seattle was really just about three or four players? All right. You know what? You know what? Three or four players weren't present in this match? All right. Those ones. 
Calm down. Calm down. They got a freight train ran on him. You see what's happening, Seattle? You're making me have to give <laughs> Alex Kibler credit for something. That's all I'm saying. Got a couple of notes here, and I Please. know we have other stuff to talk about. And I could do this all day. One, Darlington Nagby scored a goal. Yeah. This guy is the most fouled MLS player and has been That's for several seasons. That's quite the statistic, really. Yeah. It's been several seasons. He's yeah. getting fouled constantly. That means he gets himself in good positions. He's getting good positions and defenses are stopping him. But it, it's been effective. He hasn't scored goals. This is yeah. a forward. And what a goal it was. Woo! This is what we saw in his rookie year. Yes, exactly. Two. This is the Caleb Porter team that we expected to see in season two, which we did not last yep. season. Yep. And we saw hints of in season one, but we did not see it last season. A team where you have a bunch of guys who come from bizarre backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you went to Akron. Oh, you're an Argentine player, but like you're not the famous Argentine player. And he gets them to play in whatever position he needs them to play in. And they can adjust. They can adapt. Mm-hmm. And you can put any of them forward. Put any of them midfield. Put them in any of the wing. And they, and they can find a way to win. They all love to go forward, too. That, oh, that's what I love they to watch about They've got defenders up here. They've yeah. got everybody up here. I'm surprised uh, Adam Corsi is not up there. Yeah. They've got everybody pushing forward. And another thing about Caleb Porter's Portland Timbers, even in the down season, even last year, they are not afraid of Seattle. No, in, any way, in shape, the or form. least, absolutely in not. any way, shape, or form. And frankly, Seattle is a wounded dog right now. Mm-hmm. They're going to town. They have lost three in a row, if I'm not mistaken. This is what happens when Clint Dempsey gets suspended. Noba Femi Martins is hurt. Yep. What did I say? I, I told know you this. said it. I know you said it. If I'm the GM of Seattle, whose last name I can't pronounce, but if I am him, <laughs> yeah. And this is also why he was hired, by the way, for genders who wondered why they hired this GM. I've got to find those young players or those foreign players who are like 23, 24, mm-hmm. who I can bring into this side. Right, right. I love Clint Dempsey. I love Obafemi Martins. These dudes are getting old now. Yep. And frankly, they're not going to play here forever. They're past their prime. It's, it's that simple. And a player like Obafemi Martins is... Always, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. But he's always looking out, out the door. He's one of these guys who's known for playing one, two seasons mm-hmm. for the team and moving on. H- how long can you hold on to Obafemi? He seems happy in Seattle. He, he seems happy. He's playing well, likes playing the organization. Yep. But if someone, say a Turkish team, for example, who were apparently looking around him earlier, what happens when they sign? Yeah. But you got to give Portland credit for this game. They were ready to go. And they showed Seattle they knew, that they are coming for it. They knew what their game plan was, and they executed it. It's, it's Really, it's just it's that simple. This is why Pep Guardiola doesn't like Caleb Porter. Yeah, because he knows the type of game he wants to play. And he'll, get, do, he, it. he'll, he'll do whatever it get takes. Get in your face, get the ball back, and run oh at my, you. Oh, my. We got one last one. You see. know I'm not happy about it. I, well, I'm going to savor how I say this because of how unhappy you are. <sighs> San Jose Earthquakes, three... L.A. Galaxy 1. Wait, wait, let me say it again. San Jose Earthquakes 3, L.A. Galaxy 1. How dare you? I said it twice. How Stanford Stadium. Somehow, San Jose has turned Stanford Stadium into a fortress. Into a fortress. First they've of only, all. They've only lost one game against L.A. L.A. scored first in this match. Oh, and, that, hold on. Let me just pause easily the goal of the year to this point, Ooh, in my opinion. In that my opinion. Juninho strike. And keep in mind, well, all MLS teams know this. Jorginho, is that's always a risk with him. Yeah. He doesn't score a lot of goals, and he never has. But he can but punish he you. he can punish you from like 30 yards out. No, it's, what's so great about this goal is if you watch like the highlights or whatever, it's the San Jose announcers. Oh, man. And they, I love them to death because they sound really good on the, on the air, but they are the most homer announcers that you'll ever hear. And they're like, and Jorginho with the goal from like... 20 yards. And I'm like, first of all, it might have been 35 yards, okay? He is out there. He was not that far from the center circle. He Let's is be totally honest here. There. And it was an absolute <laughs> screamer. This ball's screamer. going like 100 miles per hour. It, it, well, it I don't was, know about that. It but was insane. That ball was hit about as hard as any ball has been hit in this league this year. 
And then that was it for L.A. They went to bed after that. They really did. And um, San Jose gave it to them. Well, let me say this. San Jose, San Jose played great. They San played Jose, great. They, they did not sell for shots. They took the additional pass to make the really open chance happen. But you also coupled that with some really great finishing. Wando's finish with particularly was beautiful. Beautiful quick, finish. Quick note about Wando yeah. and about this finish. It's a classic Wando finish. It so is. Where it's like he's somehow in the right place, in the box. It's a cheeky pass. He's in the wrong position. Yep. Or you would think it's the wrong position. He gets a goal. And this has been both a, a praise and a criticism of Wando for years now that he's a poacher. But I got to tell you this. Nobody else seems to be able to do this. He runs How his game. How is he always there? He runs his game. How is he always there? He runs and game. I know U.S. fans get frustrated because of his performance in the World Cup, but don't forget, he's done a lot of good stuff in a U.S. shirt. Mm-hmm. He really has. I know people were upset that he's on the Gold Cup roster, but I think he's really going to make something happen. Also, Cordell Cato, San Jose, great performance, got himself a goal. Not bad. It's upsetting for me, but San Jose earned this win. They were the better team. I agree. Some other scores from last week. Uh, Philadelphia won. Seattle Sounders nil. Also a shock result. I agree. Orlando 2. Colorado nil. Columbus 2. New England 1. Hashtag crew, crew. Back on the roll. Uh, Red Bulls 1. RSL nil. Toronto FC 3. Montreal won. Battle for Canada. Chicago lost at home, got shut out by D.C. United. D.C. quietly accumulating a crap load Ooh, of points. D.C. top of the supporter shield standing right Yep, now. And, and they're looking pretty strong at the moment. L.A. Galaxy 5, Portland Timbers nil. Will the real quick. Galaxy please stand up? Will the real Portland Timbers please stand up? Quick, quick note about this. Yep. That shows you talent gap I in agree. the West. I agree wholeheartedly. LA FC can Dallas, kill FC Dallas 2, Houston Dynamo nil. Battle for Texas. Battle for Texas, my main man. I just briefly got to be brief. We got you we got expect, stuff to do today. You expect you expect Houston to put more of those chances away and they didn't do it. It is that simple. They didn't. Toronto, I, I still think Owen Coyle's the right man for the job. It's just going to take a little longer. I agree. Toronto FC nil, DC United nil. Uh, quick note. Whoop, yep. DC United, strong game plan. They had a game plan similar to NYCFC's Hack game seb. plan. If you can stop Sebastian Giovinco, you've got a shot. Philadelphia, no, no. Philadelphia 2, Montreal 2, New England 1, Vancouver Whitecaps 2. Quietly have the most points per game in MLS. Vancouver Whitecaps. Very quiet. Sporting Kansas City 2, Colorado nil. RSL 2, Columbus Crew 2. San Jose Earthquakes. Oh, I already said that You're game. Do it again. We've talked about that. I'm not going to say it again. That's it. And then yeah. we got the other scores. We yeah, we did. Yes, scores. it was a good week. There were some really strong games this week. It was a fun week. Really strong games. Of course, the U.S. women won. I got to go into rumor control. Listen, got to go straight we are into in rumor stage control. nine rumor control straight right now. Stage nine rumor control. Uh, one note, gingers. The transfer window for MLS does not open until July 8th. Officially. Officially. However, you're all smart. We all know you. A lot of these deals have already been done. They just can't be signed yet because of that. Or the, the, the thing's been done in principle, but we just don't know it yet. So there's been a rumor going around about one Giovanni Dos Santos. Indeed. Mexican national team player for Villarreal in Spain. Rumor that he's coming to the LA Galaxy. Now there's a couple layers here. Yeah. One, Gio Dos Santos to MLS. That's been talked about for a couple seasons. It has, yes. He's a young man. He's like 25, 26. Mm -hmm. uh, Mexican national team player. Great talent. Yes. But what they've been talking about for a little bit. And he's been connected to LA Galaxy before. So, grain of salt. Grain of salt, folks. I got to say one thing, and then we're going to get into the nitty-gritty. Yeah. Gio Dos Santos is, to me at least, almost, almost a perfect Galaxy signing. Here's one. Young player. Yep. He's a Mexican national team player. Yep. That's buzzing the seats. That's jersey sales. And he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's got something to prove. He does. Right? I so agree with you. People are going to show up to see Gio mm-hmm. in L.A. Absolutely. They already know him. They already love him. Yeah. All right? So he doesn't have to win over the fans. He already has support. They're going to sell Dos Santos jerseys. I might have to get one myself. Like, they will sell Dos Santos jerseys. Mm-hmm. People will show up. To see Geo play. Mm-hmm. And this is my controversial stance, Gingers. Steven Gerrard is great for the LA Galaxy brand. He's great for the team as well. Don't get me wrong. He's a great player to have on this team. He is very good globally. Yes, huge globally. Huge globally. 
Gio Dos Santos may be a better local signing. He may be better for literally getting people into StubHub Center. He's inarguably a better local signing. Like no 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 contest is about a local signing. Thirty eleven. You know, I think you're going to see there are going to be LA Galaxy players who love the LA Galaxy, and they're excuse me fans, not players. I hope all, the players like playing. Hopefully so. They're all going to buy, you know, Steven Gerrard jerseys. Oh yeah, absolutely. But you're going to bring a whole new subset of people in if you sign a Gio Dos Santos. You're going to sell out the rest of your games. You got those. hundred percent. Santos, Santos and Gerrard. Maybe they'll show up on time. Well, we can only well, hope. Still LA. We can only still hope. Still LA. Nikki, that was for you. But Gingers, you're a smart bunch. We all know that. We yeah. get your emails from time to time. Yeah. There's a limit on DPs in MLS. And it's there three. Is. There is. It's three. LA already has three. It's got Robbie Keane. Yep. Right? They got Steven Gerrard, as yep. you know. Yep. Um, and if you follow, you know, the MLS website, you're already seeing the little video features about Steven Gerrard coming <laughs> Right, yeah. And you have Omar Gonzalez, uh-huh. the pride of the American backline. Yes. Where does Gio Dos Santos go? Because there's no way, Alex Kibler, that you yeah. have enough allocation money to cover this. No chance. He's someone you're going to have to pay in the millions. You if- can't get away with giving him, like, a $700,000 salary. So, Alex, what is the difference here? Gingers, if you live in a future... <laughs> Where the core player rule already exists, you can go ahead and fast forward, fast forward. about on. five minutes from right now. Let's move on. Rumor has it that there's going to be a new mechanism in the league, and Taylor what, what, what? has hinted at this now for, for several months. Yes, for some time. Um, you know, the, there's a lot of hullabaloo on this show and in, in the general sporting world uh, about the CBA that we signed or are going to sign. Still hasn't actually been signed. That's yeah, very unclear. Um, the DP rule, the designated player rule, the rule that allows a team to spend more on a player than the salary cap would allow, does not fall into any CBA discussion. Mm. Essentially, the CBA is to guarantee the rights of individual players, not to guarantee that certain players will not be paid more than what they're worth. So, you have an ownership group that has the leeway, should they choose to do so, to introduce additional rules that allow them to spend money on players. The rumor as of right now is that they're going to unveil a new rule that basically is sort of like a fourth designated player up to a point. You can, there's some limit here, folks. There's a limit. You can, you can build a team around this type of player, a player who would not fit under the salary cap, but it's also a player who... You're not going to spend five, six, seven, eight million dollars a year on in, in the vein of a Sebastian Javinko, Michael Bradley, and so on. Joe DeSantos fits this role. Mix Discarude fits this role. If you're wondering about how they're going to get him in the budget next year when they don't have all that expansion team allocation money, it might be this mechanism. I have heard. Yeah, Alex Kibler. And we're in rumor control right now. We this are. is the rumor control segment. It is. And again, Gingers, by the time you hear this, this is probably it's been probably seven. fact. It's a real probably thing. fact, and you'll know which of these are true and which are false. I heard a rumor that not only is the court player has some limits here as far as what the max salary is yeah. for a court player, that MLS itself pays that player's salary. That's now, if fascinating. That's true, if that's, that's true, if that is true, yeah, which is a massive change. If that is true. That means your small market teams, your teams with ownership groups that don't have the like billions that NYCFC has mm-hmm. or Red Bulls have or LA Galaxy have. had Red Bulls had. What they don't have billions anymore? They're not that they're going to spend. Oh, oh, I got you. I'm like Red, <laughs> Red Bull still has billions. They of dollars, do. They but maybe they don't spend yeah. anymore. I don't know. Well, there's a drug bug rumor, so maybe they. Oh they, dear. Uh, but anyway, anyway, those smaller market teams. Does that mean now that at least money wise? They have a shot at it. So if MLS, if that's true, and we don't know right now, Gingers, if that's true, if MLS is footing the bill, does that mean your Columbus, your uh, Real Salt Lake, your any any of the any of the smaller teams, your theoretically what min, the position Minnesota would be in, does that mean now you can get a player that otherwise you could not afford? It allows you to build a team that has a, a chance. You know, th- there are, there are some teams in the league right now. 
you know, and I love you guys, Montreal Impact, but you're realistically not going to make a playoff run. No offense. You know, I... I, 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 Write that down, Montreal fans. I applaud, I applaud what that team has done, and lest we forget my catchphrase... It's been a while, At one point, there was a waiting list for Montreal Impact tickets. Let that sink in for a second. You can just walk right in, I think, now. You probably Uh, could. I don't know if you have to pay. What I'm saying is... It allows a team like that to have a player that is of the quality to build around and not necessarily allow you to get more frontline talent in the, on the order of a Gerard or Lampard or, no, or Pirlo. No, no. not allow you that, but you could build a You side. know that for several years you're going to have a playmaker, maybe in the middle of the park, a certain position filled, and you can build the team around that person. And that's a powerful thing. If very. you have a GM who knows what they're doing, you could make and headway with do. that. You, some do. Very few, but yes, they do. You could build a team around that, and you could do really well in this league, especially in the East. Especially in, especially the, East. in the East. Our interpretation here at Straight Red is that the key word in core player is core. That this is a player that you're telling MLS and everyone else, for that matter, yeah. that we're going to build something around this yeah, player. Yeah, exactly. That... You also expect from this player not a short-term 18-month contract. Right. This is someone who you're signing to like a four-year deal. Like This is someone who we're going to really build a team around. Now, if you're Gio Dos Santos, and we're going to get into another theoretical in a moment, but if you're Gio Dos Santos, right, you play for Villarreal, if you come to L.A., you're already a hero. You're already loved. Yes. You already have support. People are on board, and let's face it, L.A. can probably still pay you more than Villarreal is paying you. 100% they could. But there's another player you keep hearing about, and Gingers, you know this, Chicharito. Javier Hernandez himself. Javier, the little P. Javier Hernandez Indeed. himself. yeah. Which is the second best Mexican national team nickname in MLS behind Kubo Torres. Oh, Kubo Torres, that's pretty good. In case you weren't listening, the last time we talked about Kubo... His name is Kubo because his head looks like a brick. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> it's amazing. That is so perfect. That is so, so perfect. Why don't we do that in America? Why don't we call like a guy like Brick, Bricky? <laughs> Seriously. Who's this? Round. Fat head. Exactly. <laughs> That's what they do. This is Tubby Jenkins. Tubby Jenkins. He's our forward. <laughs> is that Kaka or no? I'm sorry. Anyway, hey, he's playing well. Kaka has a muffin top, dude. Okay, that's enough. So he's playing well. Orlando City's doing well. He's playing um, well again. Start of the year stop, well. Stop, 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 stop. Okay, Chicharito. Garrett, I'm sorry. Chicharito went to Man U. There was a lot of pomp and circumstance about it. Yes, ended up not getting that many minutes. Right. Went on loan to Real Madrid. Yes. Didn't get that Got many. fewer minutes. <laughs> Although, it, it, this is the thing that's got to be so Scored frustrating for Chicharito and, yeah. and Mexican national team fans. When he plays, he's doing well. Yeah. It's that he's on teams that have superstars on them. That's yeah. the real issue here. So he, understandably, may be looking for something else. Chicharito, to me, would be a phenomenal Galaxy signing. And frankly, a phenomenal signing for most MLS teams. Not all. I don't think he's a good Canadian signing, for example. Any team that has a high population of Mexican immigrants. I'm looking at teams in California, teams in Texas, teams, uh, Chicago is a team, uh, East Coast teams. Teams Both New York teams. Both New York teams. Doesn't matter. Choose either one. A team where... You know for a fact your local fan base, and I know I talk a lot about bringing in new fans, your current fans know who this is. Yes, 100% they do. He that played is, for United. I mean, he played for Manchester United. Sure. In, in this Euro snob city of ours, in, in, in New York City, where almost all the soccer fans are EPL all fans all specifically. EPL. That's the other weird thing. They're EPL fans or, or Barcelona. Or Barcelona or Real. That's it. That's it. They Those don't are, know any other teams. Nothing. They yeah. all know Chicharito, though. They know Chicharito. He's a name. He's and, a name. And not only is he a name with, you know, most people, for a certain segment of the community, he's a massive name. Huge name. Huge, huge name. And MLS being where it is right now, I ha- they have these ambitions to be a world-class league. They're not quite there. They're clearly pushing for it, but they're not quite there. 
signing a player that you know already, not only is he going to contribute on the pitch, but he is also a huge marketing draw. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. So, Gio Dos Santos. So many jersey sales. Who I'm calling Two Saints from now on. Gio Dos Santos, (laughs) a.k.a. Two Saints. If he signs, that's huge. Yeah. Chicharito would be bigger. There were rumors, and we've seen this a couple times now, that Chicago has sent him quite a generous offer multiple times. Turned down both times. If you're New York, you're L.A., or, or Orlando, frankly. Yeah. Because they and do have the, the cash. Rumor. That's been the rumor. They do have the cash down there in Orlando. And if this core player rule is true, like there's all kinds of flexibility here. Certainly. Why not swing for the fences? Go for it. Why not swing for the fences? You would be more excited by a Chicharito signing for New York City FC than a Pirlo signing. Oh, 100% I would. 100% Because he's a young man. He's a young man. He's pacey. He can score goals out of nothing. In a league like MLS with the quality defenders that you have in this league, that's a godsend. That's an absolute trump card over everyone else. He's just scoring goals. He will score goals. He will score goals in this league. That's just the way it is. There's no other way to say it. But speaking of CONCACAF. Yeah. We're not quite at Gold Cup, but we're getting there. We're getting there. It's very close. Tonight. Yes. In now land. That's where we live. Tonight. (laughs) U.S. v. Guatemala. 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 Gingers, I have to admit. My knowledge of the Guatemalan team, limited. (laughs) Limited. I know more about Panama than I know about Guatemala. That's fair. Yeah. A lot of that has to do with San Pinedo, who plays goalkeeper for the L.A. Galaxy. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about Guatemala. I know about the place, but the team. I don't know a lot about it. I know a lot about the U.S. The U.S. is on a tear right now, defeating everybody. As you know, Gingers, when we pick scores, I always pick the United States, regardless of anything. And you act like it's going to change for this. It's not it's going not. to change. It's not. I'm prefacing as if it's going to change. I'm still taking U.S. 3, Guatemala nil, But... Yes. Here's the thing about the United States has been true even in the Bob Bradley days, where we seem to play to the quality of our opponents. Yes. So when we play world class opponents, we're suddenly playing world class football. Like we can beat the Netherlands, which, by the way, they have a new coach now. This this is the side effects of us kicking side, their ass. Side, side effects of us beating them. They yes. have a new coach now. Such so <laughs> is life. <laughs> That'll happen. You can't lose the U.S. in the Netherlands. Um, we beat the Netherlands. We beat Germany. What's a bigger deal? All right. It may be a really close game because we just seem to adjust <sighs> to the opponents. But I'm still I, taking a U.S. win. I am too. And here's the thing. It's going to be the Gold Cup roster. I mean, you're going to get solid play from this team. You we have should. The, you I've have that roster. We should. Almost all of our best players. My thing is... If you can't win this match, let let alone if you lose this match, Ooh. you are going into the Gold Cup with a little bit of a cloud over your head. You know, I mean, like you are you are you are going to be grasping at straws if you can't beat Guatemala heading to the Gold Cup. No offense, Guatemala. I've seen a match. I've seen a, a men's national team match in Nashville, by the way. Oh, it's, have you? Yeah, yeah. It's is cool. It, is it cool. That's yeah. now Nissan Stadium. It is. It's That's no longer weird. LP yeah, Field. This is how I found out weird was because stuff. of this game. Strange. They kept saying, it's a Nissan Stadium in Tennessee. I'm like, where the hell is that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are you talking about? Let me say this. I do like Jurgen Klinsmann in spite of his sometimes baffling personnel decisions. <laughs> Indeed. I do like Jurgen Klinsmann because of his baffling personnel decisions. He's actually found a team that I didn't realize even existed. Yeah, and, and it's exciting to watch that team come together. But if he he needs to get bare minimum to the Gold Cup final, I actually think he has to win the Gold Cup final. But at a minimum, he needs to get there. I'm not saying U.S. is going to fire him because they're not. They're not. The U.S. soccer is taking him all the way to 2018. I don't care what you – he would have to lose like every game. To, to get fired at this He's point. He's coming off beating Germany and, and yeah. the Netherlands. You know what I mean? And like, his credits against major European sides yeah. are ridiculous. Yeah, it's, his wins. He's won more games against European top teams than we had won in like the previous 20 years against those same teams. Oh, yeah. It was something obscene, yeah. his success against European teams. But 
He's got to beat these CONCACAF teams. He's got to learn how to CONCACAF. And it's tough to CONCACAF, although he has a roster, his Gold Cup roster. Since ML- This is a thing I go to all the time, Strangers. Because it's MLS heavy, I think it's better built to play CONCACAF I teams. Because MLS, for those who are just getting into it, is an unusually vicious league. But that is also how CONCACAF play goes. That's how it's played in the Caribbean. That's how it's played, well, somewhat in Mexico. Um, that, that, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. And when you're going to play Guatemala, you're going to play Panama, you're going to play Costa Rica, you're going to play teams like this, right. they're not afraid of you. Not in fact, least. for a lot of these teams, this is not Costa Rica, but for a lot of these teams, this is the biggest game of the year playing the United States. Mm-hmm. And they will punch you in the throat if they can get away with it. They're going to come after you. They absolutely will. But an MLS player is getting beat up all the time. So they're used to this. This is the type of play where I think Wando will shine, frankly. I would love that. This is this is his environment. This, this is, is the environment where he shines. Yeah, I agree. Because Wando, who I like, and I know he's not the biggest fan of U.S. men's national team uh, supporters right now. I know yeah. not everybody likes him, but Wando is built for Concacaf. Because box in that box. Oh, it's, he is just in the right place at the right time, and he will punch a man. What he isn't is he's not technically gifted. <laughs> he's not the best <laughs> right. technical player. And that's why he doesn't do as well against European sides. I agree. But against the CONCACAF side, where it's like, can you shove this other person off of the ball? Like, that's what the, that's what the skill is. That's Wando. Like, or can you sneak a foul in here? That this should have been a red card, but you knew the ref wasn't looking. Like, if you can do this, you can win in the CONCACAF. Klinsman needs to make it happen. He did make it happen before, so I'm not saying this is impossible. He did this in 2013. It was only two years ago. Mm-hmm. We need to win this. Because I don't want to do the playoff against, more than likely, Mexico if we don't win this. Right. Because that's who it's going to be. I know Costa Rica's good, but it'd be Mexico. Of course I know Mexico had a bad Copa America, but that's because they were – that side was not Mexico. But right now, if you're in the United States, you see a beatable Mexico side. And, and, and beatable. you've got to be optimistic. Got to be optimistic. Jeff. Yes. Let's go around the league this weekend, around shall we? Around the league. Friday night. Friday. Friday. I like saying it like that. This is 11 Eastern, so 8 p.m. Pacific. Seattle at home. 11 p.m.? I'm not going to be awake. Seattle at home against DC United. Battle of the heavyweights. What do you got? Remind me again. Is Clint Dempsey back, or is this his last? I don't. Uh, ooh, I don't know. Oh, if anything, he's probably with the men's national team anyway. If he's anywhere, he'll be there. I'm taking DC. I'm taking DC. DC's top of the table. Somehow quietly top of the table. If I'm a DC fan, I'm upset with the lack of credit we're getting. Bill Hamid playing some of his best right now. And people keep saying, oh, there's no star on the team. Star's Bill Hamid. I would say the exact opposite. You love the fact that no one's talking about you right now if you're DC United. You're you're not getting teams amped up for you. You're just going to wade through them with better. You're more physical than they are. You have better set pieces than they are. You have better defense than they are. You have a way better goalkeeper than they do. This is the, this is the life that you have if you're DC United right now. And it's exciting United stuff. It's really really good. I have to take DC two, Seattle one. It, it hurts me a little bit because I like a lot of things about Seattle. I like Stephen Fry in goal. Oh, he's I tremendous. Do. He's I tremendous. really do, and this is the best team he's ever played for. He used to play for Toronto. I'm going to uh, say DC one, Seattle nil. Actually, wow, zero goals for Seattle. Okay, zero goals Saturday. In another game of heavyweights, LA Galaxy at home against Toronto FC. That's 10.30 p.m. Eastern. That one's on Sportsnet 360, TWCSN LA, and, of course, MLS Live, which is half price now. Half price. Gingers, go sign up for, for MLS Live. It's only thirty seven ninety nine for the rest of the uh, season. I wish we had some kind of affiliate code. So Me too, because we, so we, we get money get a for dollar, that. But we, we, we don't. <laughs> We're not. We yeah. don't have an affiliate code. I'm taking LA because you know I will. And I'm, but I'm, I'm taking LA to Toronto 1. I'm not quite convinced that L.A. is going to do the same game plan that D.C. and NYCFC have done. I think they're hoping that they're going to be able to outshoot Toronto. And they have a shot. But Toronto's still going to get a goal in this game. I'm doing 2-1 for L.A. I don't think L.A. is physical enough to shut down Toronto. Especially if they're going to be missing Jeff Cameron. So... 
When I say just Jeff, said Cameron Jeff Cameron doesn't play. I meant to say Omar Gonzalez. I'm sorry. Jeff Cameron plays for Stoke City. He does. He's not going to be president this game. I uh, signed a new deal. It would be deal. weird if he was. It would be very weird. It would be really strange. Jeff Cameron's great. I'm not criticizing. I'm going to say. I'm going to call it draw. I'm going to say a one-one draw in this match. It's worth watching this match, Ginger. 100. It's, it's worth really watching. worth watching this match because um, Toronto has been vi- delightfully surprising. Yep, I agree. And L.A., and I've said this all season. I said this in the preseason because this has been true for L.A. for several seasons now. They start their season so poor. Yep. And then around this time. Everyone knows what happens. And and it doesn't matter. Everyone knows what happens and it doesn't matter. Around this time of the year, they turn around. We saw they had a stretch of games where in three games they scored 15 goals. Mm -hmm. One, of course, was a U.S. Open Cup game. But the other two were MLS games. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. They're going to come at it, but Toronto is a good team, which is so weird to say. It really is. It's really weird to hear. Toronto is a good team. Toronto may be a playoff team. They've been in playoff position for a while I cannot imagine they would make the playoffs at this point. Knock on wood. And those fans, and I say this about Philly as well, those fans deserve a playoff team. I agree. They have been supporting this team when they really should not have been supported. They deserve it. But I'm still taking an L.A. win at home. Robbie Keane's healthy. And Alex Kibler. Yeah. L.A. has been awful on the road. Absolutely atrocious on the road. And really good at home. <laughs> so good at home. I agree. They own the StubHub Center. They just absolutely own it. It's almost like the riot was about a year or two ago. Yeah. Where you just, could, you just couldn't get points at the riot. It's really staggering. LA Galaxy, home goal differential, plus 14. Plus 14? Road goal differential, minus 10. That's, that's all you need to know, that's Gingers. That's unbelievable. Now, that's not acceptable. That's a team that can't win an MLS Cup. I'll say it. I agree with that. I, even though I'm a very big fan of that team. Unless you have hope for the advantage all the way through the playoffs. Well, if you have that, then they're going to win everything. Sunday but, night. Sunday night, Gingers. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Two of the hottest teams in the league. Portland. Hot, hot. Po- I'm sorry. I wasn't ready for that. Portland. Hot, hot. Portland Timbers at home against San Jose Earthquakes. 5 p.m. Eastern, ESPN 2. ESPN Deportes. Gingers. Yep. Tune in. Oh, yes. Tune I in. I will be watching this match. End you, of discussion. You gotta tune in. You also have to watch the Women's World Cup Final. It's also on Sunday. Yes. You gotta manage. You gotta Deal do with both. it. both. This is a draw for me, and I know you won't be happy about it. This is a 2-2 draw. It's going to be four goals in this game. It's at Providence Park. I really think Timbers get up for every game. I don't even know why I need to say that. But San Jose's got confidence on them. You can just feel it when you watch them play. Uh, They do, but I don't think that the midfield of San Jose will be able to contain that counterattack of Portland. You ready for the scoreline? Portland 3, San Jose 2. It's going to be a fun game. Five goals, Fun Gingers. Match. Five goals. Quick question before we move totally on from yeah. that. Do you remember when Innocent is supposed to come back? I know he's seriously I don't know, hurt. actually. I'm going to look it up right now. So Innocent Imagara, yeah, out for six months. Yep. If he holds to that timeline, that takes him to November. Theoretically... If San Jose goes to the playoffs, you could see Innocent again. If he's ahead of schedule, sure. Season, which is what you're shooting for. If you're if you're San Jose, yeah, and that's a player who, if I'm San Jose's GM, I'm trying to keep because when he played, he looked great. I know it was only a handful of games, and that's very sad. That it was only a handful of games. Some other games from this weekend: Gingers, Houston at home against Chicago. Uh, Columbus at home against the New York Red Bulls. Montreal at home against my beloved New York City FC. FC Dallas at home against New England. Colorado at home against Vancouver. RSL at home against Orlando. Should we take that because we have Orlando fans? Should we do a score prediction for Orlando games? I think Orlando's going to win that match. So do I. I think 2-1 Even, at the, even at the riot. The riot is not what it was. That RSL, team is not what it was. I don't know what's going on. Well, they don't have Jason Christ anymore. Yeah. But uh, I'm also going to take Orlando. You won't like this. Well, you might. I'm thinking a 2-0. That's crazy talk. You're That's crazy against talk. Nick Ramondo. You smell like crazy. I do. I've been drinking. Ways that you can get in touch with us, Gingers. Carrier pigeon. Yes, we accept carrier pigeon. The dog might eat it, but that's, that's a risk true. you have to take. It's a risk you have to take. On Twitter, at Straight Red Pod, that's the pod. 
at Jeff is famous. That's Jeff at Alex S. Kibler. That's me. The S stands for. I should have made a joke. Uh, what does sanguine mean? All right, we're moving on. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, on Facebook at Straight Red, Straight Red Podcast on Instagram, and you can email us at straightred at iCloud.com. It is now time for everyone's favorite part of this podcast, except for when I talk and he shuts up. Besides all that, this is everyone's favorite part. It's called part. It's Time for Quiet Time with Jeff. Jeff, what do you have for the lonely, sad, depressed, masturbatory genders out there tonight? So wait, the gingers are masturbating? Uh, well, or we are. It's whatever. Fair enough. I'm glad we're not periscoping. <laughs> oh no! Oh, this had such a great setup, and now it's been ruined. <laughs> I'm sorry. Someone, some MLS team, yeah, should bring Hope Solo in. Uh, yes, bare minimum for a tryout. Why would you not? Just, just bring her in. Have the goalkeeping coach look at her. See if she can do it. With that, we leave you. Go forth in soccer, gingers. The people in the podcast can't hear this, but Dixie looks lovely today. Thanks, Jeff. Keep that in the pod. That's going post roll. Keep that in the pod.